0: Hey, and welcome to the Australians Teach English podcast—the podcast by language learners with language learners for language learners. A podcast de estudiantes de idiomas con estudiantes de idiomas para estudiantes de idiomas. My name is Glenn, and I'm the owner and director of the Australians Teach English Institute. And we're heading to the Winter Olympics today. And one of my friends, he's really, he's really the only option left that I had to talk about,
1: <laughs> to
0: talk, to talk, to talk about Australian sport from, from an outsider's perspective. He's kind of my Bradbury guest on, on the on on. <laughs> no, you're definitely not the Bradbury guest, but I'm going to introduce you like that anyway. Our Bradbury guest for this week's show, Haman. Welcome to the show, Haman.
1: Hi, Glenn. Uh, thanks a lot for inviting me, and uh, it's a pleasure to be here on the podcast by language learners with language learners for language learners. Awesome. And uh, well,
0: and and we we have a similar history of, of of learning languages. That's actually how we we became friends. We we are both members of different meme meme groups, and Herman mm-hmm. ca- came to my attention because he was very interested in learning about Australian sport particularly an australia, <laughs> yeah. and, and australian uh, sport with with memes basically is, is well, that true
1: uh, yeah that's that's true australia has become for us south americans and specifically as colombians i'm from i'm from colombia it uh, has become something uh, interesting because of the fact it's a country far away so it's like uh, 16 hours from from us uh, and uh, some events, such as the first time I learned about Australian sport, was in the 1993 uh, Youth uh, Under 20 World Cup. The, it was held in Australia. Uh, Brazil was the champion on that because it was, it was the first World Cup I saw, I could see a Colombian team uh, playing. Uh, I was uh, seven, eight years old by then. But it become interesting for me because uh, the matches are playing like uh, two or three a.m. So why so early? Where are they? No, it's in Australia. <laughs> my, my, my parents and my teachers told me in Australia because it's too far away. They have a different time zone. So when it's morning here is like a, when it's a Friday morning here is like a Tuesday afternoon in there. So because of that, I, I become I became sort of interested on in that. And afterwards I learned some some additional stuff. For example, the the playoff for the World Cup, that it was usually played uh, the South American team versus a uh, team from Oceania. Oceania oh, uh, and and we had we we had a record
0: of Euro- losing to Uruguay in about three three times in a row. Yeah. <laughs> I, mm-hmm. I, I can I can remember staying up all night to watch the Suckaroos Get beaten by Uruguay and Montevideo like three, three times. I think horrible, horrible memories.
1: Yeah, and uh, after that, uh, we we have some other events such as the the 2000 Olympics in Sydney because it was the first chance to see a Colombian uh, col- uh, to see Colombia winning a gold medal. It was thanks to Marisabel Urrutia. She's a retired a weightlifter, and she was she was one of the best weightlifters in the history of her, her category. And he went on to win the our first gold medal for for Colombia in in Olympic Games. At the first chance, this sport was admitted as a Olympic discipline in, in Sydney. So this this is a, another another great memory we, I have from Australia, and and again the other memory is that uh, that was the first time i had a chance to watch uh, olympic games uh, more more all around the day and it was like uh, from it was uh, from uh, like from 5 pm to 8 a.m. of the next day
0: mm-hmm.
1: uh, you ca- you could uh, stay up all night to watch an Olympics live Olympics so mm-hmm. it was a really uh, a really <laughs> interesting experience
0: yes and, and you, you certainly become very very knowledgeable about world sport you're actually one of the most knowledgeable knowledgeable people that I that I know in in yes. terms of world, world sport and so so what did what did you learn? From all of this about sport in Australia, and especially with the rise of the internet and this enabled different access for you, what 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 surprised you about sport in Australia once you could get more access to sport in Australia?
1: Uh, well, uh, because of the historic links with with the United Kingdom, I I also learned that with the notable exception of, of football, uh, Australia has been good in in Brit- in historically British sports such as. Cricket, uh, rugby union, Then after learning about rugby union, I came to learn of of rugby of rugby league. But rugby union has become a, another a matter of interest for me because, uh, again, a World Cup, the the rugby World Cup of two thousand three, that was hosted by Australia, and again the 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 matches at a time I should be sleeping. I had a chance to watch. <laughs> Some other some other games of the of this World Cup that was won by by England in a last minute drop. Yeah. That was another another. You're pre- you're,
0: pre- you're breaking my heart in this in this show. <laughs> you're bringing back all these all these oh, bad memories. memories? <laughs> <laughs> it's
1: not it's not my intention, but anyway. And uh, and after that, I started to see that. Uh, uh, rugby union has another way to to organize it's more it was more emphasized on the national team so i I came to learn a little bit about the three nations mm. Australia South Africa and New Zealand uh, and, and, and now that, of
0: course and now of course with with Argentina as well so it's basically the the, the competition yeah. with, with the southern hemisphere
1: yeah the, the the competition with the southern hemisphere and I came to learn that. Rugby from the southern hemisphere is the most is uh, it's really uh, powerful and really and really good and uh, after that I came to learn of what is called super rugby super rugby today and uh, well the soccer our football start to to appear in again because uh, on 2005 I I was learning English in my university with an
0: Australian
1: an Australian teacher.
0: And I'll stop you there. And who is your favorite soccer player of all time?
1: Uh, from all time, well, uh, from the historic, uh, I think Pele is the greatest. Maradona is also great, but Pele was great on. Uh,
0: but what about that people time? that you've seen on the TV live?
1: Well, from from
0: nowadays, in, in, I, in big in big moments when it was really moments. important. And...
1: Well, uh, well, I I recognize the good level, or the the great level, the uh, in, in history from players from like Messi or Cristiano Ronaldo. But I also like to to joke sometimes and sometimes I say seriously that the mayor. Uh, Issue pending is that they haven't won a World Cup, and it's not so sure they could they they would be able to win one to win a World Cup. And uh, from from a World Cup, I like uh, people like Mbappe, Philip Lam, uh, Rodal. What, what
0: about from Australia?
1: From Australia, oof, uh, Marv he, he was a great player. Uh, Biduka, Jonah Aloisi is another one I have. I have in sight. Uh, Mark Bosnich, the the keeper. It's it's somebody. So someone else I, I have fond memories. Uh, Harry Kewell, the 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 the, jewel. <laughs> and, the left footer. Uh-huh. Yeah. And, and, that, you're miss-
0: and you're missing the big. You're missing the big one here. I've been trying to push you here for the last couple of minutes. The per the person that is most famous in Australian ah, Tim soccer, K-Hill. That,
1: Tim Cahill. Tim Cahill. I I'm a member fan and I'm, I'm a big fan of Tim Cahill as well. I I remember his boxing, boxing, boxing the the corner post, the sort of the corner flag celebration, and and, uh, and, and I, all, all
0: the Utawash shows that are listening to this podcast right now to. Yeah. D- don't don't go out and hang yourself when we, you hear the name Tim Cahill. <laughs> I'm sure that I'm sure that gives you some nightmares <laughs> but, <laughs> yeah. but anyway he, he was sort of certainly a favorite son of, of Australian so- soccer fans and, and yeah. saved our ass a, a few times and especially especially in the World Cup where we did do well. He, he seemed to he, 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 he would score goals at the crucial at exactly the right thought- time
1: he had the chance to make a very unusual feat but a really great one he could become the first uh, the first world cup player in a score on four consecutive tournaments because yeah. he scored on, on germany 6 australia 2010 brazil 2014 but unfortunately on russia even though he was there he wasn't able to score but
0: and he and he did all this, in apart from probably one team, in probably generally a, a, a terrible team, <laughs> he was able to score goals in a in a terrible team, which is which is sort of a, a bit of a testament to, to to his skill.
1: Yeah, that's 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 right. And uh, what else can I tell you? Of? I I have another random memory of, of Australian soccer. On the first ever uh, club World Cup on Brazil 2000, uh, a team from Australia qualified representing Oceania, uh, South of Melbourne. But when I started uh-huh. to see Wikipedia and internet, I found out he and I didn't know that about uh, Australian Australian soccer. Uh, Australian soccer, I learned. I realized Australian soccer is uh, very uh, community based. Mm-hmm. So. Uh, they, they don't have people, they have pe- uh, teams from neighbourhoods, but those neighbourhoods represented uh, the uh, dias- national diasporas as well. So, I learned they have a team founded by Australians of Serbian uh, descent. Another team... <laughs> <laughs> kind of yeah,
0: may, 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 maybe there. I'll explain this one to, to, the, to the listeners. Because, yeah. in, in, especially in the 90s, soccer became much more popular in Australia, but it but it was arranged and it was run by the clubs themselves, and these clubs had different uh, links to different different ethnic groups, and so they would have their team colours were aligned to different flags of different regions of the world, and so on and so forth. And so, what started to happen is this: this was an excuse for ethnic based violence at at sporting like, matches, like
1: hooliganism, but. Yeah. ethnic with a ethnic background. Yes.
0: And and, and so Australians Australians are renowned for saying, nah, uh, 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 you're not you're not doing this. And so yeah. they basically banned all of these clubs because they couldn't they couldn't organize it themselves. They said, Well, you've got a chance to to get rid of this violence or you're gone. And they yeah. didn't, and so 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 they went. So the the the, the the competition was rearranged to what is now the, the A-League. But this is an interesting feature of Australian sport, and all visitors to Australia will tell me this, that when they go to a sporting game, they can, they can see that people from opposite teams can sit right next to each other and they don't fight. But if you go anywhere else in the world and you put one supporter next to, a, next to another supporter, there will be problems.
1: Yeah, that's but right. in,
0: but it, but in Australia we have this culture of the, in, our, our sporting culture is left on the field. You get out all of your anger and your frustration on the field and anything outside of the field is really really poor poor behavior and it's not tolerated at all. So anyway that's a bit of a history of the, the soccer in, yeah. in, in Australia.
1: And uh, the other the other memory I have. 2006, after after uh, eliminating Uruguay on the playoff, that's something uh, we as Colombians are very grateful to Australia because on 2002, <laughs> uh, Uruguay colluded with Argentina and take us out of the World Cup <laughs> and, uh,
0: because <laughs> of Don't... one goal. La Provincia Rebelde would never do something like that. <laughs> I, I like to, <laughs> the, little, the little brother.
1: Yeah, I, I like to. I don't know if it's so uh, accurate, but I like to compare Australia, uh, um, Uruguay, and Argentina, just like uh, New Zealand and Australia. It's oh, like it's a, exact.
0: It's exactly the same. Yeah, we, we have Uruguay, like we have like a rivalry, but it's not like a real yeah. rivalry. It's like, it's like a, a little brother. Life?
1: Just in a way, <laughs> omitting some other variables, yeah. uh, New Zealand is australia like
0: It's exactly the same rivalry. It yeah. the most, it's the most similar rivalry that I can think but of actually when, in the world. When I
1: started reading, I, I saw some other things that make New Zealand different from Australia, but that's not the subject of here. Uh, but we are great with Australia because they took <laughs> quite out of the World Cup. <laughs> and uh, I think they did a really good World Cup in, in, in Germany. They, they knew how to face uh, Japan. They faced Croatia. And
0: this is why Australians do not like soccer. What happened in this World Cup?
1: And uh, on the uh, round of 16, octavos de final, uh, they clashed with uh, Italy. The, by and that moment, the three-time world champion. And by the end of the of the tur- of the game, eh, like minute 88-89, eh, eh, the referee invented a penalty kick for Italy. A very okay. doubtful. I, I don't remember. Very doubtful. I think it was. Yeah, it was remember, controversial. Yeah, it was very controversial. I don't. I don't remember the players involved, but. It was a penalty kick. It uh, was our
0: captain Lucas Neal that brought someone down in the box, apparently.
1: Yeah, and that that took a, not only took Australia out of the World Cup, but it started to clear the way for Italy to became to become world champions in that World Cup. Something some people don't like because the playing style. The Italy. It was it was
0: country. a br- it was a Bradbury victory because. They fell over and won
1: because <laughs> yeah, they, yeah,
0: it, was a, it was a Bradbury victory. Yeah, it wasn't a real victory. Uh, there's a, a, li- a little bit of one of my stories here in Argentina. When, when I first came to Argentina, the, the last <laughs> World Cup, actually, someone got in contact with me, I don't know how, and said, oh, we need you to come on ESPN and talk about Australian soccer <laughs> or come on to ESPN here in Argentina. I said, I, I have no idea about it australian soccer i i know that at the moment we have tim cahill or is tim cahill still playing i have no idea <laughs> and, um, and i said no no it, do- it doesn't it doesn't matter it doesn't matter come on anyway i was like okay so anyway i arrived there and i wasn't having to talk about australian soccer at all i was i was there to play beer pong uh, representing australia <laughs> and um and, and and anyway anyway you know which round i got to when i was playing ping pong in this in this world cup of Beer pong. I got I, I, don't, I, don't, I got. I don't. I got. I got to. I got to the round of sixteen. wow oh, that's great right. <laughs> and, and do you know what happened? Someone Yes. Someone it took a, a dive. <laughs> <laughs> yes. So unfortunately, I put a little bit of a. a I've extended that curse. <laughs> Unfortunately for Australian soccer, I, I i apologize. I couldn't. I couldn't get us over the line. Yeah, that's
1: that's that's something people maybe don't relate to soccer on on, on some countries because uh, when when a country like Australia, it's a sporting powerhouse. They have really good people on on every sport, but they, they but they realize that they are. They are good but not so that good on, on a sport some people maybe lose interest on are not interested on in that maybe yeah, that.
0: I, th- yeah I think in, in australia soccer is not a very popular sport um and so our 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 national team is 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 barely professional so we we don't really have a fully professional team really to choose from mm-hmm. in the same way that most other countries do with their soccer team, so so that is really a big problem. So it's it's kind of it's kind of surprising that we actually do have a competitive soccer team mm-hmm. in that regard. But but that team with Tim Cahill and Mark Viduka and Bosnich that 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 was definitely our, our best ever soccer yeah. team that we and ever uh, produced.
1: Another another memory I was I was I just remember, Australia mm-hmm. came. A, make it to the final of the confederations cup in 97 Mm confederations cup was a tournament played by the champions of the every region so the Mm -hmm. champions of north and central america the champion of south america champions from europe asia africa and oceania and and uh, australia played uh, this uh, confederations cup in saudi arabia and they they won they play a really, a pretty decent uh, confederations Cup, even to the point of eliminating Uruguay on semifinals. But in the finals, they clashed oh, uh, against uh, the reigning World Champions, Brazil, with yeah. Romario and Ronaldo. Right?
0: <laughs> yeah, we, six got, one. we got six smashed. Six-one. Yeah. They, they yeah, they were beaten,
1: clearly they were pretty, beaten 6 yeah, clearly.
0: the final. <laughs> but, but anyway, that, that team, it, it reminds me compared to the Italians that like to fall over and die and cry nom, 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 nom. it's pathetic that that's kind of why Australians don't like soccer it's it's not really well seen but but anyway mark mark Viduka was an interesting case because when whenever we would watch him people would just just fall over because he'd be, he'd literally get tackled and he just would refuse to fall over mm-hmm. and and it was a it was a it was a it was really a nightmare, actually, because I don't know how many goals he would have scored if he actually behaved like most other strikers did at, at the time. But, but do you know why he was like that? Why he never fell over?
1: Because know what? a really big guy. He, he was, was like a big guy. guy.
0: Yeah,
1: yeah, but... Some, some, people, some people call him on their broadcast here the Premier League when he played for Leeds. He was called the Bull Biduka. Because he's really yeah. tall and a really tough guy. So but
0: but do you know how he got like that and why he, he didn't like to fall over? Mm. Do you know what sport he actually played growing up? Rugby. It wasn't rugby. Rugby union or league? No, it wasn't no. a rugby. It
1: wasn't it was
0: rugby? A, it was Australian rules football.
1: Ah, oh footy, or oh, your footy. Footy. Yeah. <laughs>
0: footy. Yeah. 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 I think Mark, I think Mark Bosnich did as well. Yeah, I think they. I think they both actually grew up playing yeah. playing Australian rules football. I
1: I had some approach to AFL because here in, in Colombia, uh, one of the cable one of the cable TV operators, Claro, uh, tried to uh, they launched a sports channel, Claro Sports, and they offered uh, some broadcasts of of Australian rules. So we you can see at the end of the night some some games. Mm-hmm. But it's 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 weird for us because all the all the context you see they they're playing something like a football with hands like rugby <laughs> but in a in a Ovoid stadium so it's it's something we are we as as Latin American are not so accustomed to because we have the rectangular stadiums for football and. The, the diamond shaped stadiums for for baseball from people from the from the caribbean and that's it so see nobody and and it's like, it's, it's, and, it's, it's, a, it's,
0: a, it's a very physical game and and, yeah. and and so the you're actually rewarded if you if you stay on your feet you have a, actually a better chance of of winning the ball yeah. in australian real football if you stay on your feet and so that's why people like Mark Paducah they had this problem with falling over when they yeah. were supposed to. Yeah. And 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 also in Australian rules football, if you fall over, you can be penalised. So the so so that yeah. the referee won't have any trouble in giving a free kick against you if he thinks you you have acted something as well. So,
1: something something I also came to my interest when I was watching a, a Australian rules. Football mm-hmm. is that if uh, if someone uh, falls in the ground and needs medical attention, the medical attention is taken in situ. No, it's not like uh, let's take him out and, <laughs> and
0: see what's going on while they're playing. They are being yeah. There. yeah, yeah, yeah. This is this this is this, These are all reasons why Australians don't like soccer. It it, it to, to us it seems pathetic. Like if, yeah. if, we, if, we, if we want to watch that, we can go and watch someone at the theater or we can put on a movie. We don't, we don't want to watch that when, when we're watching sport. I so <laughs> so I, I think this is kind of like in the United States as well. There's sort of like a, a, a cultural barrier with, with these sorts of things. It's not well seen, this kind of behavior. And it also flows through, I think, probably to the the, the outside culture as well of, of really not acting things up unless they are are serious. But but yeah. speaking of speaking of falling over, we'll come back to our theme. We'll come back to the theme for <laughs> for tonight. What what is what is our word for tonight?
1: Well, uh, the the expression of that's a uh, it, uh, it also becomes my knowledge.
0: The Bradbury this doing uh, a Bradbury
1: pull, pull a Bradbury.
0: Yeah, because so it, Italy, Italy pulled a Bradbury in that World Cup. Yeah, but, but most is, famously, why do we call it doing a Bradbury or pulling a Bradbury?
1: Well, pulling a Bradbury is when somebody was, wasn't expected to do to, to win a competition of like that ends up winning that because of the misfortune of the, the rest <laughs> of the competitors. So and how, and
0: how did this start?
1: Uh, so it's it's because uh, the first uh, champ, the first uh, Winter Olympic champion from a Southern Hemisphere country, Stephen Bradbury, won his medal on the 1,000 meter events of uh, speed skating on short track on the. Mm-hmm. 2002 olympics at Salt Lake City in the US so this is this is really famous because this is something uh, when when winter sports are not so popular like in my country uh, we we got to see them not on the broadcasting of the winter games but on the our our full day that's December 28 because this is a This is a day where all the sporting bloopers are are seen. On the,
0: on, <laughs> yeah, no, it's the, like it's like a, it's like a April Fool's Day. the twi- the yeah, twenty eighth of December is like a April yeah. Fool's Day yeah. in Latin so America.
1: In the sports sex, in the in the sports sections of all the news broadcasts on this day, they they starting to watch all these uh, bloopers and falls and all that, and we got to know on, on Steve, uh, Steve Bradbury because <laughs> we see all these people. Turning, go, going around a lot of a lot of laps in there, and in the last, we see that like twenty competitors fell apart, and the only one standing was the, the one that won. And then <laughs> you see the people, the other people falling, trying to.
0: Yeah, to and and and, a, and, a, and it wasn't just a little bit of a Bradbury. It was like, I mean, this this is why it's become such a huge thing because he, he won the final. Um, he, he was half a lap behind. He, there were four people in the race and the three people crashed on the last corner and he was half a lap behind. And so he crossed the line and he, he won. Yeah. <laughs> so, so he wasn't just losing by a little bit, like he was losing by a lot. And, yeah. and, and also the, the similar thing happened in the semifinal. And I think the race before then as well, he, he wasn't, he wasn't losing as badly, but people ahead of him crashed. So that he could actually get into the final,
1: we have we have a fame for that circumstances here in, in Colombia. Uh, I'm going to say in Spanish. He found the, the medal in a tamal. It in a was, tamale, was, yeah, in a tamal. But <laughs> or,
0: uh, like the like the, the like the food,
1: yeah. But it would be translated on a more friendly, more uh, friendly context. Like he found the medal in a cereal box. It's, a, it's the same it's the same it's the same thing
0: yeah he pulled so it out he, of his ass yeah that, that. Would be, <laughs> that would be another way of saying it so so anyway and and, and of course in, in Australia like the Winter Olympics is not really a thing we only have a few places where you can actually go and, and in ski fact, and, and skate in fact
1: and, I, I thought uh, it, it didn't snow in Australia
0: it does but I don't yeah, think we yes. have permanent snow Yeah, thanks Australia. to the
1: internet and that, because that was something I, I was told by someone, uh, because they say Oceania is the only region in the world that there are not uh, snowfall.
0: Well, New, New Zealand has a lot. New, New Zealand yeah. has some great snow thanks fields. Thank the great... Lord
1: of the Rings. I learned uh, <laughs> New Zealand has a lot of landscapes and snowy landscapes. And Australia as well. Then after reading, to be honest, reading Wikipedia, Snow great, way, great way to send, learn
0: we do yeah
1: they send and they send a, a whole article of where is it snow in Australia but it's not on the level of being able to to make competitive sports so this is kind of a shocker for that uh, southern hemisphere country wins uh, a winter medal
0: and, and and we also had kind of like similar to the soccer roos, like in terms of the Winter Olympics this, Australia was was cursed. Oh, I, actually, yeah. Well, sorry. We had this person, Kirsty Marshall, who was cursed. <laughs> sorry, Kirsty Marshall. <laughs> but anyway, she was like the world champion in this, in the, in the, what, what's it called? The, where they jump in the air and they flip around and
1: mm-hmm. I
0: forget what that's called. The aerial. The no, it's not the mm-hmm. snowboarding. It's like the one where they go down yeah. the ramp and they go up the top and they do ah, these flips uh, and tricks. Long jump, maybe? No. No, it's in the winter Olympics. Oh, yeah. No, that's the, that's the ski jumping. Um, ah, but this is skiing. yeah freestyle skiing or something yeah, like this and so anyway she was world champion for I don't know how many years and then every time the Olympics came around she got injured like terribly like broke her legs and, and knees yeah. and so um, she, she never won so like Australians just thought oh well this is just never going to happen and then all of a sudden we, we get this guy Stephen Bradbury who was not ranked sort of anywhere and all of a yeah. sudden comes out and wins a gold medal without any kind of expectation or anything. And then immediately after that, I think we won two or three gold medals in the same Winter Olympics, but very, very quickly. And none of them were, were expected either. So it was quite a strange occurrence for, for Australia in, in the Winter Olympics. Uh-huh. Yeah. Well, but you have, a, you have a story about this, don't you? There was something...
1: I, I have you have to tell me to a story going- here. We yep. i have the opposite story of pulling uh of pulling uh, bradbury mm-hmm. uh, well here in colombia uh, we are really good on uh, rollerblading like mm-hmm. uh, speed skating but on on uh, on a track
0: mm-hmm.
1: and uh, uh, we are really good to to the point that it's is more easier for for the for for uh Inline skating, racing. Inline skating is easier for the Colombian competitors to win the world championship. It's easier winning the world championship than qualifying for the World Cup because here in Colombia there are a lot of uh, a lot of tracks for for competing on on inline skating. And uh, in one of these World Cups, uh, a guy called Alex Cujavante. Cujavante. Yeah, Cujavante. Uh, I I
0: will write you. You write it for me, thank you.
1: Yeah, uh, he he uh, on the 2010 World Cup here in Colombia, he was 15, and in one of the categories, he was really going ahead of the other of the rest of the competitors, and uh, on the last track, when he was uh, when he was on the last uh, of the last meters of the goal line. He started to celebrate him before getting to the before getting to the goal. So the, the 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 competitor in the second place was like a, a Korean. He started to gain uh, to to get him, and on the last line he uh, he makes the last effort <laughs> and won the gold medal. And won the gold medal for uh, and made Pujavante second. Uh, the, 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 the silver medal. I think it, it it will be easier for for all of you if you can see the video. Look Alex <laughs> oh
0: Ah, def- definitely. I think I think I think the, the, this week during while while and I publicize I... this episode there'll be lots of videos going going back and forth about about stupid sporting events and and incidents that have been named after different different people. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> That, that that is that is a good one. There, there are often yeah. stories of like cyclists doing the same thing. They celebrate before the line, and then someone charges up behind them, and takes yeah. the win. <laughs>
1: but, uh, fortunately for him, he went on to win uh, more world titles on um, world cups after that. Because uh, the the other thing on um, roller or inline uh, speed skating is that mm-hmm. there are a lot of competitions, so there are a lot of medals. He went on to win three gold medals after that. It was uh, 12 years ago. But on the popular, on the popular Colombia popular culture, it would be the example of...
0: (laughs) The the opposite of a Bradbury.
1: (laughs) We have another example, this time in soccer. Uh, On 2000, uh, on the build-up to the uh, Sydney Olympics, the Colombian the Colombian Olympic team was playing in Brazil the South American tournament in this case two teams in this case two teams will go to the World Cup it was a really good it was a really good team uh, they and they went to the they were two groups five uh, for four games and they went to the fourth game with a, a not qualified but a, but they, they have a really good advantage in goal difference and that uh, ahead of Chile. And that they went to the last game to play with the host, Brazil. But what happens? Uh, if Chile, Chile could qualify, if uh, because they have the same points, but Colombia had six more goals. So if Brazil wins uh, six six zero, for example, of six goal difference, Colombia still qualifies. But if he, Brazil wins by a wider margin. Colombia was eliminated and uh, Chile go to the final phase. Well uh, Colombia lost that game lost that, that game by 90 <laughs>
0: No I think they must have been paid yeah. uh, <laughs> they, they, they threw that yeah they, they, they threw that surely
1: they, they didn't put all the all the starting players. Most of yeah. the bench players played with Brazil, and it was also famous, uh, one part of the game that when they were playing, uh, they were losing 6-0. A Colombian player uh, pre- uh, fleeing, uh, asking Ronaldinho, because Ronaldinho Gaucho was on the, on the Brazil Olympic mm-hmm. team, to stop it, to... <laughs> Too low, to to, to, to low,
0: yeah. They 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 probably they probably put money on them scoring maybe four or five goals, and yeah. then and then and then it got a little bit out of hand. This is this so, is like what, this is like watching the Pakistani cricket team.
1: Yeah.
0: <laughs> it's a little a little bit sus, a little yeah, a little yeah. bit a little bit a little bit dodgy. Please, we might say it
1: down, and he was like praying like, yeah. And, uh, yeah. the, thing, and uh, the thing is that it's called here in Colombia the Londrina. So Londrina was the Brazilian city where the match was played. <laughs> and it was, it, was, uh, it was terrible. Even so, most of these players went on to become part of the national team. And they even won, won a lot of things after that. But it, uh, the first result is that the Olympic team coach uh, he was the same coach of the of the national team of the mm-hmm. he was sacked immediately <laughs> after the ended. and uh and the thing is that it was like two months before the starting of the, the the start of the qualifying for the world cup of korea and japan and we eventually the replacement of him he was sacked as
0: well because uh, it's a, it's a, it's, a, it's a theme with soccer coaches is they just get yeah. sacked generally, generally. <laughs> so, yeah. so, so, so yeah. anyway, coming, coming back to how, how you learned about pulling a Bradbury and, and how you learned about this in context with memes and jokes and things like yeah. this. So what, what would your advice be to our listeners out there about how you could learn language through internet memes and jokes and stuff like this?
1: Well that's, that's one one good way. Another way I like to to practice my English is by watching programs that I already saw in, in Spanish even though the, the dubbing makes something mm-hmm. different. We learn a lot of that. But by watching the Simpsons for example, it the Simpsons, it, yes. yes it, it it helps a lot to see to see some some expression and some things that thanks of the context of that help us to to understand so
0: this no, is no viva dance no vives dance you don't yeah. win friends with salad <laughs> yeah, <that's, laughs> all, all these sorts of things
1: that's that's one 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 thing i like to to learn some some other things is well, like for example reading the articles of the same subject in wikipedia english and spanish it's also help us to to understand what they are talking about and uh, and also if you have the chance reading books or reading articles you already read read, read read on on spanish try to read it on english it also help us to to see some context and some some expressions that can be interchangeable between languages
0: but that's that's excellent advice one, one thing that i've done with with the memes and and especially with with cultural things that i don't understand like i will see memes that i just i don't understand and so then i will ask people or i will do my own research about like what 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 is this actually about
1: yeah that's that's great as well
0: and so and, then and you awesome, so then you yeah. so you then you understand like the, the jokes about it but you also understand like the, the cultural context with it and 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 other things you can also participate more in 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 making your own jokes and you might actually surprise people um a, about this like, I I will often have conversations with my friends and I'll be like, oh, is it like this person? And they'll be like, how do you know about that? And I was like, oh, "I I saw, saw it on an, on an internet meme. <laughs> I saw it on a yeah. meme on Facebook. <laughs> yeah,
1: for, yeah, for instance, I the cultural exchange has helped us. For example, I I went to to try a Marmite, a Vegemite. Vegemite. Thanks to my to my English teacher, he on Mm -hmm. on one on one class he brought us Vegemite and we tried Vegemite with 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 crackers. Mm -hmm. I remember the taste. I liked the the taste, and 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 it's not like some trying to flatter flatter you. you. It I genuinely liked Vegemite on crackers, and uh, I would like to try it again when when I have the chance to to.
0: Well, when things open up a little bit, like you'll probably be able to get Vegemite, you'll probably be able to order it again. That that is that is certainly certainly one thing, but I think in Colombia, there what 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 I've tried here cooking cooking for myself arepas, especially yeah. cheese arepas with Vegemite, yes. it works, but works beautifully. It's yeah. perfect. We
1: we here in Colombia we have a plain arepa that it has only a little bit of salt and, and, and butter. And I think it would be a great, uh, a great. Uh, oh, if
0: you put Vegemite on that, it's perfect. Yeah. Trust me. Trust me. Are
1: Arepa with Vegemite would be something interesting, you know? Yeah.
0: Yeah. <laughs> okay. And and it, and it is interesting that a lot of people, like you'll hear from, oh, Vegemite's horrible. There are all these sort of jokes about it in yeah. Australia. And so it's it it's, it's a polemic issue. It's, it's one thing yeah. that you either love or you hate. But, yeah, a, but a lot of Latinos actually really, really like it. I'm not exactly sure why. I think we do have like salty, similar tastes. Yeah. We, we don't
1: have something similar to that because we don't make... A, in The, the, the aspect, the, the look of Vegemite is like a marmalade, like mm. jelly. But we don't have salty... We don't make salty jelly here. But it's not like the taste that makes... that, that, is, that it's relatable to us yeah
0: yeah yeah, yeah. I, I i'm looking forward in the future to, to visiting colombia and 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 enjoying some of the so the, 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 are, the different you, foods there
1: you are welcome to get here to to bojaca bojaca is in the center on the on the on the uh, eastern uh, cordillera
0: mm-hmm.
1: uh, it's in the center of the country but in the eastern cordillera and it's it's a little bit high, it's a uh, 2,800 two two meters high. Oui. Yeah, it's it's not like Bolivia, but almost. <laughs> but I know it's, you... you...
0: The, yes, I, I, I remember going to Jujuy Salta in the north of Argentina. Yeah. And I was getting, a, I I've got a little bit of altitude sickness there. Yeah. So I would probably assume that I would, <laughs> I would but... I'd probably be experiencing something similar
1: but they when you're you accustomed a you you will like we have a lot of things you see here it's we are not so active so uh, feisty like the people from the coasts from our coast mm-hmm. but we have good food we have a lot of we have a lot of uh, roads to to walk or to go in bicycle because bicycle is one of our passions here in the center of the country we have even even champions of the Tour de France, well, the
0: yeah, and now now, now now that's because of the altitude. Like that, that's what breeds good yes. good endurance athletes. Yeah, in, that's in right. The altitude,
1: and uh, there are a lot of things to do here in in Boyaca, That's the department I'm the department I'm from, and,
0: uh, and so so what so what is the, so what is the dance that you guys do in that area? Is it, is it salsa? Is it merengue? What what?
1: Uh, here on the on the central region of the country, we are uh, we like to dance merengue a lot because, uh, unlike salsa, it's not so elaborated to dance. It's easy to to dance merengue, so we have a particular fondness. We people from Boyaca, Cundinamarca, Bogota, we have a particular fondness for for merengue because it's it's easier to dance and. Let people enjoy more easily because salsa is interesting, but it's sometimes so elaborated and so uh-huh. steps so that, fast. That and so fast, but merengue has a really good pace and uh, and uh, some some people like me as well are uh, we we have a we have a fondness for for merengue.
0: Very good,
1: and, Very- and uh, we we also have our local rhythms. For example, uh, carranga with double R.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: We have some some songs in there that is that are very related with our ancestors' culture. So mm-hmm. we have a particular fondness for carranga as well.
0: Fantastic! That gives that gives us a, our listeners a, a lot to actually go go and research about in in yes. both Castellano and the Spanish and and in nice. English. As, I will. As I well. will let
1: you know some some links to some songs. Absolutely, of, some, some Caranga songs together Absolutely. with the link of Alex Cujavante <laughs> quotation marks feet at the, <laughs> at the world championship.
0: <laughs> so, so I spoke a little bit, well, a little bit more in Spanish today. I had a request from one of our listeners, and he said, mm-hmm. I, "I would like I would like you to start speaking a little bit more in 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 Spanish in these shows." And I said, "Okay, alrighty." I, I will do that. I will do that. I, I know that. I know that, well, we have listeners all around the world. So, so obviously they want to listen to me in, in, in English, but maybe it might be, might be good for them to, to give them an example of, of speaking in, in, in Spanish as, as well. So you can rate us and review us on Spotify and iTunes on podcast. You can now subscribe to this podcast on the members area of my website and for a subscription you can actually get the transcriptions and you can also get learning guides for these podcast episodes as well to help you with your study. So from us here at the Australians Teach English podcast, a podcast by language learners, like Deh de de estudiantes de idiomas idioma. con estudiantes con. de idiomas pur estudiantes para estudiantes de idiomas. Right. <laughs> it's us saying goodbye. Bye-bye. Bye bye. Bye. Bye bye. For more information about the Australians Teach English Institute. Go to AustraliansTeachEnglish.com or follow us on Instagram, Facebook and YouTube at AustraliansTeachEnglish.